Hey everybody, welcome back to One Hit Wanderer. It's Evan, and today I want to talk to you about SOB by Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. It's a mouthful to say, but it's a great song to listen to. Take a second, pause the show, find it on a streaming service and check it out if you haven't already. Um, then come back, we're going to talk about that, we're going to talk about March Madness, we're going to talk about Spring is Here. It's going to be a great show, so thanks for joining me. Okay, everybody, what's up? What's up? Um, like I said, first and foremost, we got to talk about the weather because that is fantastic. It's getting better. Um, it's gotten a little colder here in Indy, but I'm still okay with it. I'm still in shorts. I'm still, I'm, I'm clamping at that, man. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to hang on to it. Um, we're definitely getting there. The heat is less and less in the apartment, so that's always good. Um, quick hosting update as well. Should probably just do some housekeeping while we're here. Um, Olivia is going to be back by popular demand slash she's coming back. Um, and, uh, she's going to do great. She's, she, we did, I think we had a lot of fun. I know we had a lot of fun on the last episode that we did together and I'm really excited to keep that going. So she's going to be on a show soon. Um, we're going to see Mumford and Sons on Monday, next Monday, um, the, I don't know what day that is. Uh, it's a week from today. It's the 25th. Um, it's the 25th in Indy, so we're pumped for that. So we'll probably do a Mumford & Sons episode together, which is always always a fun time to get to talk about Mumford & Sons. Um, we're also, I'm also working on um, possibly getting my parents in on an episode or two. Um, you guys, if you've listened to the show at all, you know my parents have been a big influence on my music. And so I think it'll be pretty cool to have them on my music taste. I should say it's not my music. Um, it'll be cool to have them though, uh, to talk about maybe a song that they've got that I've not heard or a song that they really want to talk about that they want everybody else to know about, whatever. Um, pretty excited about that. And then, um, the piece de resistance right now is it's March Madness. Like Selection Sunday was uh, the 17th, which is awesome. I am a huge college basketball guy, so I'm pumped. Um, to get the brackets going, I love, it's just always fun. I've never won anything with a bracket. Um, so (laughs) my hopes are pretty, my expectations are pretty low, but I'm pretty excited. Um, and it's just like nonstop men's and women's basketball for about four, three, four weeks. So it's all, it's always a good time for me. Um, hopefully, uh, if you guys are interested, definitely fill out a bracket. I'm going to use, um, ESPN tournament challenge. Uh, not that I'm a reviewer of services provided by turn by uh, bracket providers, but definitely check out. There are some wicked, crazy, cool price prizes that you can win, um, and you can definitely. I like my apartment building. We're doing a um, rent credit for the month of March, so I'm definitely going to pour all of my resources and knowledge into that bracket um, for obvious reasons. But yeah, highly recommend checking it out. If you're not into sports, that's okay. You can laugh at us. For being obsessed about something that a lot of us don't really know what we're talking about. And it's always fun. Um, I won't go into great deal of detail about the brackets at all because this is like a music podcast. But I definitely will not be able to hold in the excitement when something good happens or if my brackets do well or anything like that. So just fair warning, it'll get a little sportsy a couple of times here and there. Um, also, fair warning, I'm pretty sure this is an explicit episode question mark um if you've listened to sob hopefully you have by now um you know i'm like i'm gonna read through the lyrics um 
with Little Line Man by Mumford and Sons. I didn't really touch it too much because it's only the one word and it's only a couple of times. But with this one, you kind of I'm gonna go through it and I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna put the explicit logo on the podcast wherever it goes. Um, so just fair warning if your kids are listening to this. I don't if you have kids and they're listening to this, or if you don't want to hear profanity, um, then don't listen to this episode or just skip to the end where hopefully I say something profound and and good and it all wraps up well and we're all good to go and then you'll be fine. But I just feel like if you haven't seen the logo already, it's probably going to be an explicit episode. So yeah. Um, Anyway, SOB by Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Um, When I first heard this song, so I got to look here. It came out in 2015. Um, so this would have been right after my, probably right after my freshman year of college. If not, I was on spring break, um, because I remembered listening to this at home at my parents' house. Um, and I remember the first time I heard it was on, there was this channel, um, that my dad had found called Palladia and they did music. It was like the new MTV um, back in the day, if you don't know this, MTV did, um, like music videos and like concerts and, and festivals all the time. And, um, that was like music television. And so that's kind of what Palladia did. I don't want to say does, because I don't know if it's still around. We canceled our dish and now we use YouTube TV. So it's totally different. Um, anyway, all that to say, when I first heard the song, um, my dad was like, Hey, you need to check this song out. And at first I was like, oh yeah, it's good, like cool. And then um, just on a whim, I, because this was back when I didn't have a streaming service and I still bought music from iTunes, I bought the album um, on iTunes and listened to it all the way through. And then I was like hooked on this band. I love Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. They have a Christmas um, EP. It's an EP. It's only two tracks. I I don't even know if it's an EP, but... Um, it is, they do folk, um, Nathaniel Ratliff's voice is very, it's smoky, it smolders, um, it's got a little rasp to it, he's got some, he's put some miles on his vocal cords for the weirdest thing to say there, but, um, they are a phenomenal folk rock band, um, and specifically, SOB was like, for me, it was the song that like I got introduced to them. Um, and my dad actually introduced them to me and, uh, Palladia, they played the music video on Palladia and the music video is a blast. Highly recommend checking that out as well. Um, it's kind of a throwback to blues brothers and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, I guess we can talk about it right now cause it doesn't really impact the song itself with, like kind of where the story of the song goes. And if you have seen Blues Brothers, you know when they're in the jailhouse what what has transpired. And so um, it just is kind of interesting to... um, They do a really good job of purposely pulling those throwbacks and pulling those references through in the song. And it's I think it's awesome. It's one of those really creative things that as songwriters you have the ability to do and sometimes people don't do it. But I think Nathaniel... Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats as a band have done it and they do it really well. And it's, again, it's a toe tapper. It's a great song. It's very folky, like I said. So um, it, it's it's a great, I'm so glad my dad introduced me to this song. I listened to it. It was pretty much that summer. 
Um, I worked at uh, church camp, and that summer, the only two... So, like I said, I was purchasing music on iTunes, so I couldn't stream everything. So the only... And I was using so much memory on my phone that I could only download, like, maybe 50 songs. Um, I had Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats and Hozier. Um, Those were the two albums that I had on my phone at that point, which is pretty... For me, that's two really popular, relative to the rest of my music library, those are really popular albums that I had really, um, like, with the times albums that I had with me all of the time on my phone. Um, And it was so worth it, because they're just so good. Uh, We talked about Hozier a little bit, and now we're going to talk about Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. I feel like I need to come up with a way to say, I'm just going to say the band, um, for the rest of the show, then I don't have to say Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Um, but I'm sure I'm going to say that at least 16 more times. So if you're counting at home, please keep track and let me know. Um, the album itself specifically, like I said, it was released in 2015. There are 11 tracks on it. All of them are relatively upbeat. Um, toe tappers is what I saw online as a descriptive phrase. I don't I mean, yeah, they got they got beat to him. I like you could when we sob if you haven't listened to it. When you listen to it, you get into the beat pretty quick, um, and they they pretty much force it on you. But at the same time, um, it, it it's definitely got like the beats there. The word the the writing allows for that beat to exist, and it's um it's re- that one I can be like, oh yeah, that's definitely a toe tapper. Um, Honestly, I guess the more I think about it, the whole the album fits really well into like a party, like into the background of a party. Um, even though there are a couple slower songs on there, um, there really isn't anything wrong. I would think with like just saying, "Hey, we're gonna play this in the background, and we're gonna be fine." Um, obviously, with this one, it the subject matter is a little um, deeper and and worthy of a deeper dive into it. Um, but I still think like it fit, it'd be fine at a back in the background of a party. Um, great album. Uh, the song specifically runs about four minutes and eight seconds long. Uh, this is actually, so I, I couldn't confirm. I don't think they ever released this as a single. If they did, I'm horribly wrong. And I'm so sorry for that. Um, that sounds very ingenuine, but I promise you, I'm actually sorry about it. Uh, this song, so I guess they performed this with Jimmy Fallon at some point, and Jimmy Fallon loved it, and that was like how they went, vi- like they went viral, and that's how they spread. And then the whole album was like the album then grew, and that's kind of where their fame came from. Was this song specifically? And um, if you've ever seen, I highly recommend checking out um, any live performances that you can find on YouTube or. If you've seen them live, um, it's like, it's just a, it's a party. It's a party. I mean, it's a, it's a good fit for party. Um, but at the same time, what they're singing about is very not party. It's very, very heavy. This is another one of those songs that Evan likes or that I like that is like, oh yeah, it's really upbeat, but on the inside, it's very, very sad and very heavy. And, um, I'm not ashamed of that at all. (laughs) That's, I guess that's how I enjoy my music, apparently. Um, I will say with SOB, um, where the rest of their album kind of meld, it's kind of a fusion between 
like that classic folk sound that you think of when you hear the like when you think of the genre folk, that is fused with kind of a poppier vibe, like the instrumentation and um, just kind of what they're sing- like their their the subject matter of the songs is it's very light and it's it's just kind of poppy, like it's it's a it's a modern folk album. But then you get to sob. And it really fits that folk blues vibe, um, even though it's really upbeat. And when you think of blues, you think of sad and you think of slow. Um, this one's fast paced. This one's upbeat. This is, um, but it's still blues. Like it's still talking about, it's a guy singing about getting out of alcoholism um, and failing at it. And so with that, this song kind of sets itself apart as a massive throwback. And like I mentioned with the Blues Brothers in the music video, that like they are very present they that is very present in their minds obviously because they execute it perfectly um i think i really enjoy everything that they do um and we'll kind of talk about those as we get into the lyrics uh like i said this depicts uh the the narrator of the song is telling the story of getting out of alcohol of being an alcoholic of drinking for 17 years 17 plus years whatever that time frame is, um, and something that was interesting when I first, something that stuck with me when I first saw this on Palladia, they were interviewing the band, um, I guess this was right when they were like new enough that they would interview with anybody, I guess, I don't know, um, but they were in the interview, and Nathaniel Ratliff uh, is the, that's his actual name, um, pretty sure, and he is talking in an interview about how like this was the true story, and this was um, like how, what he went through. And I remember one of the other bandmates saying like, Oh my gosh, like, or no, he said, I remember when we first got into this song, we first got done with it. I was like, Oh my gosh, I feel like a horrible friend because you were this bad. And I didn't even, I didn't know, or I didn't do anything to try to help you. And so that to me, that even though at that point, when I had first heard the song, I wasn't really into it. I knew Um, like with that tidbit of information, I was, I was a lot more bought into it that I was like, oh man, this is like real, like this is, this is this guy's thing. And so like with that, that was kind of when I started really getting into the song and really getting into the band and, um, their, their most recent album came out in 2018 and it's also very, very checkout worthy. Um, and highly, there's a solid, it's real. Um, a lot like, um, Typhoon, where um, uh, in Hunger and Thirst, they sing, um, I can't lie, so I can't write. Like that idea of, I'm going to express who I truly am. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be legit. That happening in music is really, it's really cool. You really can, you really can tell when an artist is faking it and when they aren't. And with this song, I personally am pretty sure he's not faking it. Um, I don't know why you would fake this. So uh, that along with the fact that it's just, it's just heavy. I mean, it's, 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 it's not something to joke around with. You don't mess with this kind of thing. Um, and I don't think he has any reason to lie because I'm pretty sure he's been sober for a few years. Maybe he's not sober, but maybe he's better. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I didn't do enough research into it, obviously. So, um, definitely, you know, kudos. So, definitely a hard thing to get over and it obviously is bad when we kind of get into the deeper parts of the song here um we'll get into that um so 
with that being said, let's get into the breakdown. So the song starts with um, stomping, clapping, and humming. So the stomping and clapping is on alternate counts of the beat. Um, and then the humming is just this... Um, hopefully you've listened to the song, so I butchered it right there, but you know how it sounds. Um, and it definitely gets in your head. Like, I, I remember... I, I will... I will just hum this all the time, um, just every once in a while, probably when things are getting a little stressful, and I'm like, hmm, 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 son of a bitch, can you drink, kind of thing. Um, just kind of spoiled the course, but that's okay. So um, the humming kind of goes a couple times. There's definite sections of the humming. I don't know. I can't explain it without humming it, and I don't want to hum it the whole time, so I'm not going to hum it, but... Um, the sections of the humming are there, and so there's a couple of those, and then they get into uh, the first verse, the narrator, and like I said, it's not the narrator, it's Nathaniel. This is his story. Um, he sings, I'm going to need someone to help me. When he comes in, he's uh, he's using his diaphragm. He is, forcing this, he is forcing this song out, and that adds to the rasp in his voice, but it also, I think, for me... If you take that into consideration when you're talking about like the expression of the artist through the music and through every aspect of the music, that's him being like, this is how real this is to me. He's clenching up. He is he is impassioned. He is powerfully attacking this thing, um, this story. And so I take that as an as an audience member, I take that in appreciation for what he's giving us. Um so he goes, I'm going to need someone to help me. I'm going to need somebody's hand. I'm going to need someone to hold me down. I'm going to need someone to care. I'm going to writhe and shake my body. I'll start pulling out my hair. I'm going to cover myself with the ashes of you, and nobody's going to give a damn. So right there, it's like the this is the narrate. This is Nathaniel realizing. This is the point in the story where Nathaniel's realizing that he can't do this on his own. He's going to need someone to help him. He's going to need somebody to hold his hand. To, and then it gets to the point where he's like, I'm going to need somebody to hold me down. Like, I can't I can't be trusted. I'm going to need somebody to take care of me. Um, it's going to get bad. I'm going to writhe and shake my body. I'll start pulling out my hair. So, um, again, this is, this is like the withdrawals of alcoholism. It's called delirium tremens, I believe is the appropriate term. And it's like this cycle of... Um, like if you've, if you've become, if you're an alcoholic getting out of it, you go through this process of delirium trenemens. Um, I am not an expert. I don't know. Um, it sounds horrible. Yeah. You, we see it in movies all the times. I, I think of, um, Hoosiers, uh, great classic basketball movie. Speaking of March, um, and the, one of the, I don't want to spoil it too bad, but one of the kids dads, um, like goes through, you see him, his character kind of go through the withdrawal process in a hospital. Um, and you see it, I mean, it's all throughout media and, um, I can't think of any other examples. It's March. So I got basketball on the mind, obviously. So that's why Hoosiers comes to mind, but like you, you, you're aware or like, um, Dumbo in the pink elephant scene. If you've seen the original Dumbo, um, in that terrifying animated sequence as a kid, um, that is like Dumbo's drunk and he's hallucinating and that's delirium tremens. Um, so that's pretty much what um, Nathaniel is is describing here. Um, he gets this really weird line. I'm going to cover myself with the ashes of you 
and nobody's going to give a damn. So this covering yourself with ashes is like a Mediterranean and Hebraic um, custom. It was like an expression of sadness. Think of like Ash Wednesday and it's the morning. Um, it's being an expression of sadness. Um, so like for me, I really grasped onto the idea that that you... Um, when I first started listening to this song, the you was a love that he lost because of his alcoholism. Um, and then as I kind of listened to the song and grew with the song a little bit, I have kind of come to accept that the you is his past self, maybe. Um, and what he's saying there is I'm going to I'm going to mourn the loss of you and nobody else is going to give a damn. I'm going to mourn the loss of that past life. Um and, and nobody else is going to care. Um, and I think that is less of a serious line and more of a justification for the chorus where in the chorus is this, the, the scream and cry that like, forget it. Like, I'm not going to be able to quit. Um, the chorus goes, son of a bitch, give me a drink one more night. This can't be me. Son of a bitch. If I can't get clean, I'm going to drink my life away. So obviously this is like, this is like, I think of the visual story in my mind. This is the guy sitting at the bar and he's just like, man, I got to quit. I got to quit. And then he's just like, son of a bitch. Like, give me a drink. Like, come on, like, forget it. Um, and he's just like one more night, like that, like uh, just one more drink, one more drink. And that's all it's going to be. And that's not, that's not what it turns into. And, uh, and so like in the chorus, this is where the instruments, like the verses, the instrumentation's a little lower, but then in the chorus, like you get the full band. They've got some horns in there along with the drums and the guitar, um, guitars, uh, and it's really cool. It's it's very rock rock and roll. Um, there's still some folk in there, but this is like the the rock and roll, and you get the electric that kind of that kind of uh, riffs in there a little bit here and there. Um, and he, again, his singing is just so it wraps this everything up into that package, that folk blues package um, where the instruments are really rocky. His voice keeps that folk sound, keeps that um, blues in, in the, the rasp keeps the blues, keeps the age there. And it just wraps it all up in a nice little bow. And it's, it's an incredibly moving um, song. You, you get head bopping, but then you also realize what's going on. And you're like, Oh man, dang. Um, we get into verse two, and verse two starts with this. Uh, you get some background vocals going whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, which is straight up probably my favorite part of the song is the whoa, whoa, whoas. Um, this gets stuck in my head too, along with the humming, and it's a it's a similar it's the sim, same notes. It's just humming versus yelling, um, screaming really, and uh, it is. I I think for me kind of like if I'm if you kind of carry through some of the religiousness into the situation it's like the chorus of angels kind of like like whoa and they're singing whoa like whoa hold your horses kind of vibe um so maybe that's like a the angels coming in and trying to stop the guy and he's not going to stop uh the second chorus then the lyrics uh now for 17 years I've been throwing them back 17 more will bury me uh, so this is the realization that he's been drinking for 17 years. If I keep drinking like this, if he keeps drinking like this for 17 more years, he's going to die. It's going to kill him. Um, then he's screaming out, could somebody please just tie me down or just somebody give me a goddamn drink? Like, it just <laughs> like that juxtaposition, will you tie me down or will you get me a drink? Uh, it just like, I don't know. I, you can't help but laugh. 
but it's like not funny. <laughs> like it, it, it's like, oh, this is, this is where we're at. Um, and like, I don't know. It, it, it's so heavy, but it's so catchy. Like it just is because then it goes right back into the course. Son of a bitch. Give me a drink. One more night. This can't be me. And if hopefully you've listened to it, the instrumentation and the beat and every, and the clapping and the stomping, you're into it. You're just like, yeah, yeah, go for it, man. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Okay. Oh no. It, it just, it just is like, I don't know how to put it into words. I guess I should have figured out how to put it into words before I decided to record a podcast episode about it. But it is like, it just hurt. Like you're just like, it just hurts. Um, it's like, um, it, I, I'm going to spoil the end of Blues Brothers. I thought I could get away with it, but I can't. Blues Brothers, they're singing um, Jailhouse Rock. And uh, the band is singing. They're all having a good time. And the band's back together, but they're all in prison. And so it's like, yeah, we're having a good time. And then you look over and you see the, the prison guard. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, but we're still having a good time. But we're in here against our will. And um, I like... I like I think Nathaniel realizes keeping drinking is going to kill him but he's having a good time so he's not going to stop which is like oh no like that's not that's not the way that works that shouldn't be what it is but he's living his own life and and I think he's not drinking anymore I think he's sober like I said I he definitely has cut back from what I remember from kind of reading through and looking at interviews and everything Um, but definitely like, it just is, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard, but it's such a catchy song. Like you can't, you can't get away from that, that beat and, and those, that joy there. It's true joy that's there. Um, but it's also like a sad joy, a kind of a melancholy kind of vibe there. Um, you get into verse three. Everything drops back down. You get the humming, the stopping, and the clapping. Um, and then everything drops out, and it's just his voice um, and a single clap. And um, I I think of, in my mind's eye, when this part of the song comes, it is Nathaniel Ratliff standing there stomping and clapping, and it's blacked out around him, and there's just a single spotlight. Um, and he's singing, My heart was breaking, my hands are shaking, bugs are crawling all over me. My heart was breaking, hands are shaking, bugs are crawling over me. My heart was breaking, my hands are shaking, my bugs are crawling, bugs are crawling all over me. My heart was aching, my hands were shaking, bugs are crawling all over me. Um, this and and I think of like that starkness of the black with the white, the single white light, as like the this is the moment. Um, and, and doing some research into the the delirium tremens this is like the one of the last few steps in that process is hallucinating um like vivid hallucinations so um this is maybe what we're what we're hearing here is not like all one conversation at the bar but this is like his process through getting out of alcoholism and this third verse is like the near the end of it where it's getting real every the the delirium is getting really bad. Um, and then, uh, like, so like that right there is just like him. This is him being honest, being alone. This is where he's at. And then we get back into the chorus, son of a bitch, give me a drink. And everybody comes back in and the band's going nuts. And, um, I think for me, 
This is where, and I got this when I first was listening to the song, and I get it now, where he's not asking for somebody to actually give him a drink. He's just like, just let me, just let me fail. Um, and, and they're not letting him fail. Um, and then he comes to the realization on his own, if I can't get clean, I'm going to drink my life away. Um, and he screams that at the end. Uh, if I can't get clean, I'm going to drink my life away. Yeah. Like, and it's not like a, yeah, like I'm going to drink my life away. Let's do it. It's like a, like, yes, I'm going to drink my life away. And so I think the song ends with him realizing like, I, I have to stop. Um, and you kind of fade, you get that whoa with the background vocals as the outro. Um, and, and it kind of goes through a couple sections and then the instruments all drop out and it's just the woes. And then it's like just the woes and it's a very confined sound. Like it, it, it echoes a little bit, but not a lot. Um, and the song ends with whoa, 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 whoa. And it's just like that O end and it's over just drop dead. Everything's done. Um, and it's an eerie ending. And I think it's not an eerie ending because like they're trying to like scare you into thinking, Oh my gosh, maybe he's dead. I think it's an eerie ending because this isn't the end of the story. Um, this isn't the end of his journey and this isn't the end of people who have gone through this situation or similar situations. This is, that's not the end of their journey. Um, and it, it's an incredible song. I enjoy it. Like I said, I listen to this song all the time. I scream this song. I've gone hoarse screaming this song in the car. Um, I enjoy it. I have enjoyed all of Nathaniel Ratliff's In the Night Sweats. I have enjoyed all of the bands. I should have written it down. I've enjoyed all of the band's music. Um, like I said, check out their whole album. Their whole catalog is just phenomenal. This song specifically, SOB, is a personal declaration of the struggle and the journey um, and the fact that the journey's not over. The fact that he's still alive, the fact that he's still producing music, still with his buddies, still living his life, it's not over. And um, I think this song offers hope to people that are going through similar situations maybe where it's like, this is not your end don't let this be your end. Like there is, there is this, like you can get through this. It's going to be really hard. And this song catalogs that struggle without making fun of it or making any light of it at all. Um, the upbeat is there to keep you from crying. And, um, just like the fact that the music video is set in a prison and in at the end of blues brothers, like it, it isn't, the, the, the happiness and the joy isn't there to bring you, like, to make fun of you. It's to give you a second to catch your breath. Um, and I think when life hits you hard, whether that is as, as difficult and as scary a situation as alcoholism or as um, relatively less of an ordeal, like a bad day, just one bad day at work... Um, Whatever that looks like, there's hope. And this song gives you a chance to catch your breath, gives you a song, gives you a chance to say, like, let's just relax. Like, let's just let ourselves relax for a second. Let's have a good time here. And then we get back to work. And then we get to making changes and get to making life better. And I think 
songs like that, like that's music does that all of the time. Almost all of the time songs exist to do that for us, not to make light of most of the time. They're not to make light of any situation that you're in or make fun of you. They're there to let you know that somebody else has been through this or somebody else is going through this with you. Um, and I think that's really cool. I think that's why this song is definitely worthy of your listen. Like I said, find it. If you haven't listened to it yet, please listen to it now. Go back through the show. Find some stuff out. If you hear something that I didn't talk about, please let me know. I'm on Instagram at one hit pod. The I and the O are one and zero. Um, if you're listening to the show, wherever you're listening to the show on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, whatever, whatever you're using, Spotify, um, please leave a review. If you're listening to the show on iTunes, rate and review. Um, I really appreciate hearing back from you guys. Like I said, we've got some new stuff coming. We're going to talk about March Madness. We're going to talk about hosts. Um, everything is coming. The show's going great. I really enjoy talking to you guys. I really enjoy hearing from you. Let me know if you guys have song ideas. Let me know if you guys want to figure out, figure something out to get you on the show. Do some some sort of guest episode or something, man. I'd love it. So just let me know. Uh, reach out to me. Like I said, uh, SOB by Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Night Sweats. Wow, that was blah, blah, blah. Um, another great track to check out. I th- appreciate you guys joining me and uh, look forward to talking to you again real soon. Have a good one.